Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Divine Your Life podcast. My mission in this podcast, in this life, in my job is to help align the mind and body with deep healing so you can access your truth and your power and divine your life. I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do, please share, like, comment, review all the things. I appreciate you so much. And let's dive right in. Divine Your Life fam. Thank you for tuning in, tapping in. I have a lot of goodness on the episode today. Um, In fact, today, one of my really amazing friends was to come on the podcast. She's a seven-figure badass, um, and I had everything set up to have her on. We've been really excited about it for weeks, and her Uh, She was traveling and her flight got delayed and everything got messed up. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because this shit happens all the time in life, right? Like you're prepared, you've set an expectation, you've envisioned it, and then it doesn't go as planned. And it's so amazing how maybe that would have set me off my rocker (laughs) a while ago. But today I was like, you know what? When you come on next week, it's going to be so fucking good. (laughs) It's going to be so good. And like for whatever reason that we wouldn't have energetically aligned to be on the podcast today, like I would rather us reschedule than have anybody show up with weird frantic energy or not feeling like they are in tune and embodied with themselves because that translates through every energy frequency. Like no matter how aware or unaware you are, if someone shows up and they're not being 100% authentic, speaking straight from their core truth, you know it. And I mean, even think about business people, like you're like, oh, I love everything they're saying. They're saying all the right things. It's sticking, it's hitting, but something's a little off in their alignment, right? Maybe their motivation is money and not really to help people. You guys can feel that. We can all feel and tap into that. So the importance of A, energetically accepting when things don't go our way, knowing that it's for divine purpose, right? This or better and shifting and flowing. When we force things, it gets sticky and crunchy. When we flow, it's easy. We heal. Um, So the channeled message that came in today is not going to be very long and it is around the power of intention. And the reason that I'm tapping into this is because I just had a big, huge intention setting a heyday with my best friends on May 1st. And I think the power of intention is probably a phrase that seems at the tip of the tongue for many spiritual teachers, life coaches, and a lot of wellness people these days. And the expression itself is easy to understand. But lately, I've been wondering what intention really means. Like what gives intentions power and how do we get the most out of them, right? Um, I think you know, it's one of those things like manifestations. It's a it's a word that we all relate to, but we don't really resonate with. So setting an intention is basically activating a part of our receptivity, right? If you were to go all throughout your day and not have set any intention or created any type of prayer or manifestation of how you would want the day to go, then you're getting on a bike with no direction. <laughs> like this can be great sometimes because you're allowing fate to happen to you, but if you don't know what you want, to get somewhere or how to get there, the power of setting an intention is going to help you actually get in the frequency of getting there. 
So you picture where you want to go and that's easy enough, but how does intention get us there, right? And intention is so powerful because it slowly shows people how incredibly powerful y'all are. We are, they are. And oftentimes people allow uh, will allow the day or shit, the week or the month to happen to them. <laughs> but when you set an intention, you're activating your receptivity and manifesting and putting out that which you intend to attract and call into your life. And that's the power behind it. And I've seen this in my own life and the lives of hundreds of people that I know and have worked with. Because when you get really clear on your intention, you are aligning your frequency and things start to show up with that intention. If your brain can't discern negative from positive, so you're saying today is going to be a crazy day, that is absolutely 118 million percent what today is going to be. A crazy, hectic day, right? It doesn't know that you don't want it to be that or whatever. You're just calling that in and that's what the universe is going to align to give you. So I think if you're stumped on what an intention should be, um, I think you always work with the triad, right? Which is the mind, the body, and the spirit. Setting intention is not just about tangible and physical things. It's also about operating internally and, again, energetically aligning to what you want, feeling the feelings of the thing you want, picturing them, using our sensations to really bring those things to the surface is going to be really powerful. Um, So once you have an intention in mind, it's time to announce it to the universe. So what does that look like? Well, this is my particular ritual. I really do encourage you to use it and then shift it, change it to best work and suit you. But what I do, especially at the onset of a new month, which this one in particular was special because it was also a new moon eclipse, which is really powerful for new beginnings, renewal, things like that, if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, And if you're not, hold your judgment. Notice if you're judging (laughs) and release it. Okay. Um, but I'll have an, like a bath. So I make it, I mean, I'm a little bit extra, right? So typically I'll set myself a bath, make myself a cup of my favorite tea, light some incense, some sage, put on some really yummy healing vibey music, some of my favorites. And then I'll just sit and kind of reflect and get into the space. When I say I get into the space, I really drop into my body. So the way that I do that is through breath work, right? Because breath work will quiet the mind, quiet the emotions and allow you to really get directly in tune with your intuition. This is so important because if we're naming things, claiming things, setting intentions from a space of our brains and cognitive thinking, it can be really noisy. And sometimes it's just like repetition. Like we tell ourselves all the times what we want out of life, but when we embody it, not until we embody it, do we get to bring it to fruition. So I really do encourage you to get still, meditate, sit still, take a bath, spend five minutes without your phone, breathing, dropping into this ritual because it is, it's powerful. Um, and then what I did, and I'm just opening up my little thing here that I did was I first reflected on the month of April. So an easy way to do this is to go to your camera roll and scroll through, um, all of the events good, bad, ugly emotions that you experienced in April, I got really specific. So if I saw a picture that led me to an emotion, that led me to an epiphany, that led me to a breakthrough, that led me to a full circle moment, I write that down. I got this idea from Jordan Nolan. I did not make it up on my own. I am totally borrowing it from her. 
I'll actually tag her Instagram in the notes of this podcast because she's amazing. Um, so yes, we reflected, we went really specific on into April, what worked, what didn't work, what I'd like to see differently, um, what felt really, really good, what felt sticky. It's so important that we reflect because if we reflect, we don't get to, if we don't reflect, excuse me, we don't get to move forward with full clarity. So from there, I set the mantra for the month, which for me, it took a little bit of, you know, practice, drafting, doodling to get here. I think at first I said, I want to really vision. I want clarity around a lot of things, but then I also want to embody a lot of authenticity. I want to show up on social media, super authentic, super real, super raw. Um, And I also want to have the confidence to do that. So, right, I'm like kind of drawing the picture, scribbling down words. And then I finally came to my mantra, which is the permission to take space. So I encourage you to just kind of sit with and play with everything that comes to your mind because what's coming to your mind is really real. And if you try to say, no, not that, I need something better. Or if you try to fight against whatever is coming up, you're not allowing it to be there and you're getting in your own way. So write it down, draw it out, journal it out, dance it out, and then use all the information in front of you, all the words and random epiphanies and thoughts that you had to create that mantra. Again, mine is permission to take space. And what that looks like for me is really, truly giving myself the permission to show up only in the areas that feel good, only in the areas that feel easy, setting strong boundaries and high courageous decisions, leading with my gut. Like for me, it looks like a lot of these things. (sighs) It feels so good. (laughs) Next is my non-negotiables. So I always write like two to three non-negotiables for the month. This is church on Sunday, five-day workouts, weekly podcast, consistency, whatever it looks like for you that you want to show up as. And I and I try to make one pretty easy that I'm already currently doing so that I can really affirm that I'm going to commit to doing that because it feels good. The second one is something that I'm kind of doing. I could do a little bit better. And then like the third or fourth one is something that's a little bit – takes a little bit of work, but something that's very realistic. We don't want to set these non-negotiables so high that we're just going to already subconsciously know we're not going to attain them. That's just going to piss us off and spin us into a circle. So make them really intentional, but make them really realistic. From there, I write out connections, who I want to connect with. Um, Business-wise, personally, myself, God, the universe, whatever it is and whoever it is that you want to connect with that you think would further you in your frequency of becoming this better version of yourself, would further you in your career, in your relationships, in your sense of self-worth and love, name them. And when you name them, they're at the forefront of your mind and opportunities will start to shift for you to align to meet them. Again, this is another Jordan thing. I'm borrowing a lot of her stuff, Um, but this is beautiful. I really like this ritual and it's one that I will adopt. Um, in addition to getting really grounded and setting goals and things, I think the the um, mantra statement, the April reflection, the non-negotiable, and the connections are really pivotal to a new month's ritual as well. Last but not least, set some personal and business goals. Again, this isn't the biggest, hugest goal that you can obtain. Remember, this is 30 days we're talking about, right? Like, what is this month about for you? And sometimes it can just be words, stillness. That's like one of my goals. Be really still, so still so that I can actually hear what the fuck is going on in my body so that I can actually hear my intuition above my emotions and thoughts 
going deeper into the things that are going to make me and grow me and not spreading myself so wide is a huge goal for myself self this month. Depth over width, another mantra. So they don't have to be so detailed. And I know that there is so much benefit to being really specific and creating action steps with your goals. And you can do that. Remember, this is a case-by-case optional try on what fits you and wear it practice. But I also just want to remind and encourage you that it doesn't have to be big lofty goals all the time. So I write about three to four business, three to four personal with action steps. So if I'm going to be really still, what does that look like? Because I'm not just going to sit crisscross applesauce and stare at a wall, right? Like what does that look like? Well, for me, that means journaling for one hour every single day. That means devotional every single morning, prayer time every single morning. That is two hours of stillness a day. That's realistic for me now. It wasn't at a very not so long ago time in my life. But that's really real for me now. That's Those are things that I pretty much already do, but I know that it creates stillness and it allows for ebb and flow in my mind and heart and body connection. So that's my goal. So state the goal and then put the action steps behind it that you can actually obtain and make you feel good and promising. Last but not least, the question, what do I need to remove to, to feel proud of myself at the end of this month? What do I need to remove to feel proud at the end of the month. We've done a lot of adding in our lives. We add these habits and add these routines and add these structures, add these emails, add this, right? We add, 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 add. There's so much power in the subtraction. And if you could remove some of the things that don't feel as good to make room or space to do more of and go deeper into the things that do make you feel good, I wonder how good you would feel in 30 days from now. Right? Mm. To share and be vulnerable with you guys, two of the ones that I am working on is apologizing. I apologize a lot, like a lot, a lot, like for everything, for no reason. And I don't even really mean it. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm really working on that because I don't feel like it comes off genuine when I apologize. And whatever part of me and younger part of me believes that I am a burden or I am asking too much of the people that love me and want to serve me is not real. So I'm going to undo that limiting belief. I'm going to step into my power and I'm going to ask for support like a normal adult human being. (laughs) And I'm compassionate with the part of myself that does apologize and thinks that at one point she was overstepping or too much or doing, you know, the freaking most. And I love that part of me. And I love that she's protecting me now in trying to overcompensate by apologizing when asking for support. But I'm letting her know that I'm in control. And I'm good. And these people want to support me. And asking for support does not make me weak or codependent. It makes me strong and bold and sure of my value and worth. Another thing that I'm working on is the I am statement. I think whatever you put behind the two words I am is very important. I am anxious. I am indecisive. I am scattered. I am lazy. Whatever it is that you think about that. Think about, again, the universe can't discern from true or false, good or bad, ugly, dark, light, whatever. So when you say I am ugly, I am this, whatever horrible things you're telling yourself – your body, A, believes that the universe starts to manifest it, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Take that shit out of your vocabulary. I am love. I am infinite. 
I am decisive. I am strong. Like, I really want to be really aware of where I say I am with a negative connotation next because that's really important that I eliminate that from my space and my vocabulary. <sighs> I hope this was helpful. Um, it is May 3rd when I launched this, so you've had three days. It's not too late. You have plenty of time to go back and create a ritual, set some intentions, take what felt good from this podcast and apply it. Leave the rest right? Don't add a whole lot of pressure around yourself. This is not a have to thing. This is a get to thing. And you get to create a reality and set an intention for yourself. Um, I love you all so much. I'm so happy you're here. And next week's episode is going to be really exciting. And again, I love that this episode message channeled through. I felt like someone here needed to listen to it. And I know that me being solo on this is divine timing and that next week is going to be magical. And if something happened next week and it didn't work out, it would still be magical. Like we just have to trust that when we're in flow and things happen for us all the time, not to us, right? Um, I love you guys. Thanks for tapping in and have a great rest of your week.